What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Fuck Monday. I know I could get a better job. Resumes going out tomorrow. I said, fuck Monday. Boss said I'm getting in too late. Now I gotta write up in my face. I said, fuck Monday. Co-workers gossiping and lying. No, not today, bitch, you tried it. I said, fuck Monday. Damn, I done been here for a while. This nine to five going out of style. I said, fuck Monday. Welcome back to the Fuck Mondays podcast with your host Kiara Lopez and Judah Moscato. So, um, we're still in quarantine, um, but um, um, we haven't been giving like motivational quotes or anything. So I just want to say um, something that I ran through today off of a Steve Harvey clip that I was watching about supporting your friends. Um, I used to be uh, the type of person that, like, I'm going to support, like, you know, I love J. Cole or I love um, um, Elliot Wilson, Rap Raider, or I love these people and I support these people. Um, it took me time to realize, like, hey, my friends are doing something, support them. Um, sometimes you don't think about it and you just kind of scroll past, don't like, don't share, whatever like that. And I, I, that was, this was like years ago when I first was like stalking J. Cole and whatever, but it took me like, I guess, dealing with like battle rappers, especially like upcoming battle rappers and dealing with like upcoming artists and people that was like, Hey, like I support these people. Why not support people I actually know? Um, and I realized that even now, like with this podcast, I have people that like show me so much love. Like I even want to thank my, um, baby father because, he shows support he shares or whatever like that and I just realized that like other people that they're my friends like I know some people are waiting like for a come up like people sometimes think I know someone and that I could help them or something that's the only time people want to talk to me or they see me doing something so um it's just like you need to support people before they make it because then they're not going to lend a helping hand to you when they do because they realize that you're only trying to fuck with them when they make it um that's not the only reason you should support because even if they don't make it whatever it's like if those are your friends and you fuck with them then show them that love but that's also another reason like i i see that in a lot of people so i just want to just um thank people that were supporting the podcast and i want to say like for people that are just like you know lurkers stop lurking and just show support like you would for anyone else not just this podcast in general like um we have people that sell merch that are friends and we've bought from them um just things like that that i think that um i i just watched the steve harvey clip and it was just like um that if your friends aren't supporting you are they really your friends type of shit and you can always change that about you because low-key i, I posted something about your friends uh some of your friends are really your haters like some people aren't just watching you and don't want you to be successful so um yeah i just wanted to say that i just want to thank people for supporting i guess 
um, but also bring light into something that we need to support each other as we come up um, and you could come up together so yeah yeah it is that's dope um, you know uh, I couldn't have said it better myself support your friends and um, you know check on your friends check on the strong ones everyone needs a little, a little booster Every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that it was just like I was literally just watching. I just posted the clip on Instagram on the Fuck Mondays podcast. Because, um, yeah, I just seen that and I was like, that's so true. Um, um, sometimes, you know, I'm not really with Steve Harvey, but sometimes he makes some valid points. Um, um, yeah, me either. When you said Steve Harvey, I was like, oh, man, where's this going? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a 50-50 type shit. Um, so yeah, so that, that's what I wanted to bring up. How was your week? I know we're still in quarantine, so. Um, it's, it's, it's going, it's going all right, you know? I'm getting further and further along with, with my book. Like, that's really all, all I'm focusing on right now. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get less into the politics of everything, trying to get less uh, I'm just trying not to not to you know get angry with all the shit that's going on and just like trying to deal with life uh, but nothing really going on well except for another week of quarantine and like it doesn't seem to be ending you know what's crazy though I, and this is anecdotally because it's just me but um the reason why I don't think it's ending anytime soon because the people, like, one, more people that I know that are closer to me are starting to die. Like, I, I you know, when it first started, it was like, you knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that had it. And now it's getting, like, a lot closer to home and, like, people that I've I've known family members are dying, so it's like it's coming closer. But um, the reason why I feel like it's still not the end in sight is because I, everybody around me doesn't seem to be following the same social distancing and quarantining. Like niggas is still having parties. Like I work at a I work at a um, you know a, a large um, apartment building and. They've had parties pretty much every week I worked. Like, I have to, you know, multiple times a night I'm being called, oh, they're having parties, they're having get-togethers, they're having gatherings, being too loud. But, but and it's not just the people I work with. It's, like, people close to me, too, are, like, still not getting the whole social distancing thing. So it's kind of, it's kind of, like, frustrating to know that there are people around that just not getting it. Yeah. And it's just, ag- it's just, ag- it's just aggravating a little bit, but something um, I didn't put on the docket was about its effects on minority communities. We we're the least healthy, especially like in the United States. So at first, obviously we weren't the ones that were the carriers. It was, um, uh, what do you call these people? The invaders, the um, <laughs> uh, the oppressor, whatever they are. Uh, 
they were the carrier, but we have so many colonizers. The colonizers. That was the word I was looking for. The colonizers obviously spread it, but we have like the most unhealthy. Um, before this, we have like the highest diabetes. Like, there's just a lot of health effects that people don't really consider when, um, that. I know that at first it was like, oh, black people can't get it as a joke. But I know that some people are not educated enough that they took that seriously. Um, and it's affecting our communities more um, because of our health. Um, and a lot of more of us dying. Like, I just read this sad story about a... And I'm proud that I could say at least people I know. I know that you're saying at your job, but I could say everyone I know um, is taking it seriously. Except for one of my friends. Even though she says she's taking it seriously, she goes to a hotel room and with her guy and supposedly they quarantine um outside of that but um she's the one i would say that is taking it the least seriously but i don't see her so it's like my family is taking it serious we did um zoom karaoke this week um we like i haven't just seen the last time i see my family well my family member was for her birthday and they had the little club quarantine with four of us and even though I felt like I eh, shouldn't do this, I was just like, whatever. Um, that was like early on. And after that, I was like, even people asking me about my birthday, like there might be quarantine. I was like, then fuck it. I just don't got a birthday. And when they, we finally get to leave outside, we could celebrate my birthday. Like to me, it's just not a big deal. Um, I could drink at home if I want to, but it's just not a big enough deal for me to just, you know, um, risk my health especially because i have asthma so for me that's it's i i just don't think our community is is taking it as seriously and we're not thinking about like hey we have a lot more health complications um we don't eat well like healthy enough and we we need to take this more seriously so i hope that people start taking it more seriously because at first, it, it was cool because I was like, oh, white people could go, but it's us. Because um, I thought we were taking it seriously. I thought we were taking the whole, it doesn't affect black people as a joke. Because obviously, we're all human. It affects all of us. So I, I just thought that people were taking it seriously. And then I had to see videos and these uh, parties. And it, it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy. So, um I know I was being, like, to me, I was being a hypocrite because I did go to my cousin's house a few weeks ago. Um, but I knew that was, like, the last time, and I knew that it would, like, break my cousin's heart if I didn't go. But I knew that, okay, it's only four of us. We're not, like, uh, like huddled around or whatever like that. So I was just like, you know what? Cool. Um, that would be my last situation. So, yeah, like, I, I just hope we start taking it more seriously because... It's serious. Like, I feel the need to just stay at home. I, I go outside when I need to get fresh air with my kids, so. Yeah, man. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, but it is what it is. Like, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm not really concerned about what other people are doing. Um, like, I'm, I'm just got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not gonna let it get to me, but it's just uh, I I just like anecdotally I just don't see it like coming down, um, you know, anytime soon. At least in 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 the you know in our communities, because it's like we're not following the guidelines. Even though I see a lot of us, you know, 
when I do have to go out to the store and get water or whatever, you know, they're, they're still following the rules as far as, like, entering a store. Oh, yeah, my store put up those, uh, like, plexiglass. They, like, yeah. all the stores have put up that thing. Right, my stores, too. So it's like they're following that, and that's kind of like a necessity. So you, you, you can't really go into any store now without a mask. Like, they're just not having it. Um, but just, like, our own personal, like, even my block, like, when I go, get ready to go for work uh, at night, I usually, um, I usually leave around, like, 10 o'clock. Um, and our, if you don't know, Jersey's curfew is 8. Uh, there'd be mad people on the block, you know, meeting up, having, gathering to the backyard and all that shit. And I'm like... You know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer. It might take somebody close to you to die. Um, but we'll figure, we'll figure it out. I just don't see it ending, like, this month. Like, I don't, I don't see the country opening up uh, May 1st. That doesn't seem reasonable to me. But uh, who knows? I might be wrong. Um. Yeah, I don't see that either. That's why I, I believe my birthday's canceled, which I'm so fine with. I might have a Zoom party and I'll invite you. But um, I really just don't see um, uh, that happening. I actually heard a lot of states is like the middle of May and I don't think that seems possible. And so, yeah, for me, it's like it, it's it's nothing to me. Um I do miss, like, certain things, like, obviously, um, walking outside without having to <laughs> bundle up, especially, like, the other day, having my son have, like, um, a ski mask on, looking like he was about to go rob a bank. Um, him having not gone outside for a while, um, his eyes hurt from the sun. It took him a while. It was really weird. Um, it was like he was, like, a fucking... A nocturnal kid or whatever but yeah it is um it's an adjustment but to me my health is way more important and I just really don't want to risk it especially because I have asthma and I'm not trying to go right now like I, like if if you're telling me I got a certain time to live I am not trying to stay in a hospital either I'm trying to go places um even if I die on the way there because like there's things I haven't done and it's like I'm not ready to go um, so I'm going to stop listening to my mother's uh, advice is when your time to go is your time to go. Um, that's usually my funny advice, but that's not the advice I want to roll with. Um, so I had a little bit of an eventful week, which I called you about because I was drunk after my quote unquote um, cleanse that I was supposed to be doing. I was on a two week so far cleanse. No, that's a lie. I would say it was about I remember two weekends I didn't drink. Um, so they posted something, the Need to Know podcast posted something that they were going to play drinking games with people, uh, to DM them or whatever. And I actually got chosen. So, um, it was Steph, Alex, and uh, you know him as Screen Man and Savon from the Joe Budden podcast. I got to play drinking games with them on Zoom. So that was really, really fun. They just posted it on YouTube yesterday and I just was watching it this morning and it was really funny. Um, so I did that. And then after I was done with them, it was about like maybe 15, 20 minutes. I can't remember. But then I called you. I called my friend. And then her nigga was like, hey, you want to watch this fuck? And I was like, ooh, hang up. 
uh, went on live, acted really drunk, can't remember. Wait, what? Wait, how do you skip past that part? <laughs> it was maybe a joke, but I hung up before shit got crazy. So my friend, you know, she goes with her boo thing into a hotel. Um, not every weekend, like I think it's like every two weeks or whenever she just can't take not having some dick. So even though she's quarantined well, she is doing this one thing that I think that maybe she should stop. But I also understand that I cannot talk shit about you when I would love to have some dick. And I don't, I have a kid, so I'm taking it, you know, seriously. She it, um, doesn't, and I believe he doesn't either. I, I don't know, actually. Um, but whatever. Um, so I'm like talking to her on FaceTime and we're supposed to work out and do insanity workouts every single day except for Sunday. So that Friday I was drunk and I'm supposed to work out. So I'm like, I should sober up. But this bitch is in her hotel room and she is drinking. So I was like, how about we make our, uh, you know, uh, our free day Friday instead of Sunday. So we decide to drink. So we're like drinking on FaceTime or whatever. And her nigga was doing whatever he was doing. He come back in the room and he goes, um, we're talking. And I just know he popped up on the side and goes, you want to watch us fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know if he said it to get me off the phone so he could fuck or he was being that ass. But I hung up the phone. I didn't even say bye to her or nothing. I just hung up the phone. I was like, I don't want to be a part of a virtual uh, threesome. I am okay. If I'm going to do a threesome, I'm going to do it right and proper not on some weird virtual shit and i just thought it was weird because she is my friend um so then i went on live i can't remember but my baby father called me oh there's another funny story so i'm on um facetime with the uh, with my friend and my son is playing like on his xbox and i go um i i give you five dollars because my son does not curse and people be like you know like um their kids curse whatever like that um, they let their kids curse or they don't or they're really strict. My mother was really strict with me, but when I was at school, I was a fucking sailor. So my son, I don't allow him to curse, but I allow him to hear it. To me, it's not a big deal. He just knows what's wrong to say it. So I offered him $5 to call my friend a hoe. He refused. She offered 10 I offered 15 It kept going up. We got to like 35 and I was like, this nigga's not going to say it for no amount of money. Because I would have said it for five. Um, so I was just like, huh. So then I go, um, if I'll turn, I'm going to turn off your Xbox and your PlayStation. And the way this nigga said ho so fast, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he said, as soon as I said it, like the, the sentence left my mouth, he said ho. <laughs> and he said it so fast to her. Like we were crying. And then... After I hung up on her and her man tried to get me involved in some virtual freakness, um, I went on live and then I was talking to my baby daddy. He called from my son's phone and I don't know, I was just probably just cutting his ass. And I was too drunk because like I, wake, I woke up like at five in the morning, hung over, but still drunk and just not remembering how, why, when I went to bed. Um, so, yeah, that was my Friday. It was very exciting. And then Sunday, um, I did carry... Um, I do. I was doing my workouts all week. And then um, I did the um, karaoke with my family, which was really, really fun. So, um, I just come to find out that there's one person in my family that throughout all of this, that after this, I know in real life, like, 
I'm not like I miss people in my family. Like I miss Judah. I miss my friends and all this. Um, my family. There's just one person in my family I realized I really like despise like in real life virtually like there's nothing you could do to <laughs> change that and every time she breathes and talks is like I die a little inside and I just thought that maybe this would change my mind about her but it's only made the situation worse so um <laughs> yeah like um like the first um situation we had like we do a like a uh we always start off with a prayer and we close with a prayer i'm not religious my family um some of them are so out of respect for them and it's easter and then it was just like um she's just really dramatic uh, she likes to make everything about herself so after she does her karaoke song and saying that she might have corona because she has a fever and all this stuff and just just like if you understand who this person is if she told you this you would think she was lying or she's lying like you just think like she's doing it for attention that's why like i really just can't take her seriously and then she starts singing like this song to make it like about her and it's like a, a prayer to herself and she starts getting emotional like she's crying so then my family like my cousins obviously are like okay we're over this shit kiara do the thong song let's go so i'm like okay let's liven this up and my mother tells me she's like girl you totally dismissed her whole little corona thing and i said you know this was like some it's like i know but what if i was like what if what like you know like there is no what if with her so yeah it, it's just like a lot like i just learned that no matter what in in real life or virtually i just don't fuck with that bitch um so yeah that's what that's what my week was like um it, it was it was a lot for the three little days where I had some type of excitement but I had so much fun on the need to know podcast I love them they were like super fun super um welcoming and um I just want to thank my family for doing this every Sunday um it keeps me sane even when I was like busy and I had a lot of schoolwork to do um yeah, it, it was a lot, but I was like, I'm, I have to do this because they're not going to reschedule like I could reschedule the podcast and record. So I was like, yeah. So, yeah, that was my week. Um, I'm doing good. I'm holding up. It's just a lot of schoolwork. I've been like lacking motivation. I didn't sign up for online classes. Um, so it's been a little bit hard for me, like just mentally to stay focused so on the weekend. I'm trying to catch up on things that I've been like holding off Um um so yeah it, it's hard I know a lot of people my cousin goes to school my best friend and they've been telling me the same thing like usually if you sign up for online classes you're like ready for that shit and you know what to expect but when you don't and then now it's online classes and it's like teachers want you to virtually be there do the work and it's like it, it's, it's still taking up just as much time and then it's like you lack the motivation to actually do the work because you're doing the class at home too. So it's like, it's a lot. And I've just been hearing a lot of the same complaints from other students. So I, I just want to say I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're going through. So yeah. Um, we could get into the topics. Um, so... I we talk um I know that Trump has said this and people every time he says something people just like brush it off as bullshit and to me it was bullshit coming out of his mouth but I believe it to be something as in uh you know something that is serious and it's suicides um because of the pandemic um a lot of people have mental health disorders 
they go through things and um there was a young woman um Giovanni Smith, 15 years old, who hung herself during the pandemic. And her mother had probably no idea. I'm not sure that I, what I read was that she had no prior, I guess, issues of like mental illness or not as serious. And this situation probably made it worse. Um, I know people that suffer from anxiety, like people are going through things and it's hard to, you know, stay mentally okay in the situation when you can't see your friends your family like your family's passing away you can't go to the funeral to see like that is a, a lot for people to take in this new world that we're in so yeah yes yeah, it's, it's, like with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, like, you know, talking about people not, you know, social distancing and all that stuff. Like, uh, I do have sympathy for, you know, people that just can't do it or just, you know. It, it's really the, the people that I don't have sympathy for is the ones that are like, they have... They have, you know, all their faculties, they have everything they need, and they're just thumbing their nose at the government or whatever. Those people are stupid. But the people that are, you know, they're just not built for isolation, like, you know, we're, well, I don't know about you, but I'm a, I'm an introvert, so this doesn't bother me as much as it does other people. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can understand that, like, not, especially since, the way Americans are, we're always on the run, we're always on the move, we're always doing stuff. So if you got mental health issues and you were pushing them aside, now is the time where it's probably most going to affect you. Because now you don't have all of those distractions that you did before. You don't have all those gatherings. You don't have a lot of stuff that could you know, push your you know, your thoughts to the background. Now you have to deal with all of this stuff. You know, so... Uh, I, I do sympathize with, with people that, you know, this is really affecting, you know, their core being. Um, it doesn't affect me as much as, as the next person. I think we all have to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is. Um, I've just been seeing people like my cousin. She has, like, I, I guess, overly um, anxiety and last the week before when we did the the um, Pictionary she was she didn't show up because she just wanted to go outside So I think they had to like go to Target or something But she just wanted to go with her mom to the store where they had to get some stuff um, Because she hasn't left her house um, for since It started so 
um, yeah, it's like I understand that some people are going through stuff. Um, try to stay strong. Um, I know calling and FaceTiming people can also be like not enough. But try to find something where it seems normal. Like I thought like I was bored Friday night and I was supposed to be on like on my detox. And when they told me I could get on, I was like, I'm a drink and I'm going to act like I'm hanging out with a group of people at a bar chilling and we're playing games like I do this when I go out so let's let me just pretend that this is what it is like I get to choose my own drink already here so it, it was just like it felt good for me I know some people need more but to me you can go outside just not for a long time so try to go outside get some fresh air when you can and just don't stay outside like I go outside for the most is like an hour and it's mostly like just to walk around and get myself some fresh air like this nigga said his eyes burn walking outside because the sun was too bright I said yeah we we gotta make it more frequent because I was doing it but not as frequently so it was just like okay we gotta find a, a mutual ground because I don't want you to to sit here and become some fucking weirdo that's trapped in the house and you think that's normal so yeah just try to get fresh air when you can and call people, talk to your friends, FaceTime, Zoom, all that good stuff. Um, I've been seeing the dumbest shit ever. There's supposed to be a pandemic. You can't really arrest people, um, especially for minor crimes. They already announced that. But police are just dumb in New York and obviously in other places because one man was dragged off of a bus for not wearing a mask because it's mandatory. I don't know what country this was. I just seen the video. And I thought it was dumb. I knew it wasn't New York. Um, but I thought it was dumb because instead of having police have masks to give to people, you're going to go on a bus, grab him, attack him, arrest him, where now three or four cops are holding on to him like that's not social distancing that doesn't make any sense to attack and arrest people for not wearing masks and then another one with a kid that was sell selling candy on the train you're three or four cops bothering a child yes i don't think that child should be outside selling candy but it doesn't make sense to be grabbing and touching people once again when you're supposed to be social distancing and i don't know if these people don't wear like you know, like, people are still taking the train. People still are essential workers, still have to go to work and whatever. So, like, to me, it doesn't make any sense why you think that touching other people... Like, I wouldn't want to arrest nobody. I don't know what these people have. The best thing I could do as a, as a cop, to me, and I would ask my department, hey, can we get masks to give to people? Can we give gloves to give to people if we see them on the train without them? Because... I'm not arresting, especially for petty shit, as in you're not wearing a mask or you're selling candy on a train. Like, obviously, that kid shouldn't be outside, but what are you going to do? You're going to take him in to, to what? I, I just did, like, if you want to call his parent and be like, hey, come get your kid, I'm not grabbing or touching anybody. And I don't think any of those cops had any, like, protective gear on. That's what really killed me. Um, when they took that kid, I don't think I saw them with anything. It just seemed really dumb, and it seemed like the opposite of what you're trying to prevent people from doing. So I, I just don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, that's typical New York cop shit. Like, it's, it's typical. Uh, it's just typical cop behavior. Like, 
I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not surprised. I'm not, you know, outraged or anything. It's just this typical shit. Like, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, my, like in Jersey, you know, we have pretty much the most cases, but like the cops really haven't been, um, you know, bothering us like that. So, you know, that's the typical NYPD shit, man. Yeah, it's just, it's just the the brain cells that it takes to become a cop. No offense to people I know that are cops or become, want to become cops, but it just doesn't make sense. Like the brain cells are not to me there. Um, they're not using them properly. Um, so yeah. Um, so we were we've been talking about people being racist to Chinese people because of the situation in America, but now for some reason, like. I felt this way, but I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to get attacked. <laughs> but Chinese people are racist to black people. And now they are come to say to flip the situation because they're trying to say that black people brought um, or created whatever to um, created um, the, the virus and brought it to China. And now they're ostracizing like they're trying to find a way to ostracize black people in China which I thought was total bullshit, but also to watch the videos was really disgusting. And I want to see the outrage there. I've seen the outrage from black people about this situation, but those same Chinese people, like the girl from The Real that is engaged to G-Eazy that was crying about the Chinese guy getting attacked, I want you to speak up for um, the black people that are being displaced and technically homeless in China. Um, I don't see that. It's just... I really, I really like, a lot of people always say this, but to me, it's always true. Um, people want us to rally behind their, their issues, but they never rally behind ours. And that's like something I hate so much within, cause like we're all being oppressed and we could come together, but we don't when it comes to black issues, but then you want us to rally behind your issues. I mean that's that's I, I think I heard somewhere that that story was fake, like they like somebody came up with that, you know I I don't know, I I think like I think it's probably more complicated um, than anybody wants to realize, but anywhere anywhere Africans go we're ostracized anywhere Chinese go like we ostracize each other we go you know in Europe we're, we're all ostracized in America you know it's, it's black people versus white people like so these things like xenophobia exist in every country you know every country has you know their people that they feel like are outsiders and they ostracize them and they beat on them or whatever like even in Africa like that like there's certain like Nigerians don't fuck with South Africans you know what I'm saying we had that story a couple a couple podcasts back where you know the South Africans was you know killed the Nigerian and vice versa like um that's just that's just the world we live in it's like everybody for themselves and if you don't look like us you don't talk like us like you know, we have to kill you. We have to do something to you. Like, I don't, I don't know. And honestly, I don't know how to fix that. Like, I really don't. 
Like, you would think that the entire world is in a pandemic, everybody will come together, but it kind of doesn't work that way. Yeah, that's what, what sucks about this, because it, it should be that way, because this affects everyone, but we, we still, for some reason, we find someone to blame, then we find someone else to blame, and it's like, it's just a ongoing, it really, it really sucks, and it's going to take hundreds of years of procreating amongst race, where literally we're all just one fucking skin tone, that, that would take too long, um, yeah, it just sucks. Um, obviously, that that's a bigger situation. It's just that I want people to understand, um, I guess, uh, black people and how it's like constantly on us to to save and support everyone, but we just don't get that same type of support, especially here in America. Um because at first when it was like white people it was like a big thing but now this is affecting more more people of color so it's like obviously uh hospitals in our area are going to need more ventilators more hope um so i i hope that i feel like new york i i do i have high hopes for new york and it's because of the governor that i do and I just like his energy. I don't even think I like this guy at all before this. I didn't even give a fuck about his existence. I've actually met him before when I worked at um, a dentist's office doing security in a building. And I've met him. And I thought he was handsome. And that was just it. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, like, to me, it was just, like, whatever. And now... Um, I appreciate what he's doing for this serious situation. Maybe I don't agree with other stuff, but um, I appreciate some type of... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of uh, common sense in this situation. So um, I hope that in New York, um, I know that like a few, a lot of people donated money and ventilators to New York. So I hope that they just closed down our state and hopefully we could get it together amongst ourselves because I heard it was decreasing, but I don't believe that. I would like to give it like another month or two because like you said, niggas are still going outside partying and I know New York is doing the same thing. Um, I, I would say that when I go outside, you know, everything seems like people are taking it seriously. Um, Especially in my neighborhood, if you know I live in the projects where you don't think people take things seriously. But I feel it because even though I hear party music, I don't hear a party. Um, I have a Dominican neighbor next door that always plays Spanish music. And then I have um, uh, black neighbors next door that always play all types of either uh, all types of every type of 
soul, hip hop, and you could tell when there's a party, there's a lot of Spanish speaking on one side and there's a lot of people arguing on the other and I don't hear none of that shit. So um, I just hope that people are just taking it seriously. So at least in New York, because you could just shut down the state. Don't let no one drive in and out. <laughs> um, I just hope that we're taking it seriously because that, that would be a big step, especially because we're like the epicenter in America of this situation. So yeah, um, that's all I wanted to say um, for now. Um, so I would like to get away from Corona. Is there anything else you have to say about Corona? Absolutely not. Everybody stay at home, stay safe. Um, I was thinking that we could do something fun and have people call in one day, um, talk to different people, check on people's well-beings. But for now, fuck you guys. Um, just have fun at home. Um, these Instagram lives are super fun. Um, I was watching the um, the RZA premiere one. It it was like one hour, one to two hours. I fell asleep. I think watching it woke back up. I think it was over. Um, that was mad cool because as someone I love hip hop and they were like giving a history lesson with it. So I thought that was cool. But also there was things that I didn't know about or songs I don't remember. So it was like getting a refresher or get like getting a course in hip hop. It was really cool because I love that RZA and premiere were like give little history lessons about the song or how they met. And I just thought it was really cute. And I had so much fun with that on Saturday, too. So, yeah, um, those have been the highlights of, like, the, those little battles have been the highlight of my Saturday nights. It's like a little battle party. So, yeah. So I just wanted to get into, like, some random topics. They're about situations that are happening, I guess, now. But I just, I guess I want to talk to it uh, for us, not about the actual situation. So if you heard about Yaya Mayweather's situation where her father is Floyd Mayweather, super rich dude, and she's decided to date some rapper and be a young boy. Still never heard a song, still don't know much about him. Um, but basically, she stabbed somebody. Um, some girl that was pregnant and I believe I read that she lost the baby not 100% sure but that's just what I heard so, yeah I heard I saw the live it sounded like her mom said that in the background that's where people got that from okay um, so it may or may not be true cause she has like a they're from Louisiana so we have like a deep southern draw so it kind of sounded like she said you lost the baby but it could have sounded like something else um, but, you know, people took it around with it. It was a possibility. Okay, so that. So um, the question that was going around was, um, if you had a father such as, like, Floyd Mayweather, a rich father, um, would that prevent you, like, that should prevent you from being in that situation? And I will honestly say, for me, Yes, that would be the situation. I am not going to be fucking around with no uh, someone that's obviously mentally not there or mature enough, even though I'm not mature either. And obviously, like when you're in love, whatever. But I have money. And for me, my dad, because a lot of people said, what does money have to do when you have a dad like Floyd May Mayweather? Because, you know, um, after NBA Youngboy like, disrespected him, um, supposedly didn't check because I don't give a fuck enough to check but supposedly Floyd deleted all the pictures of his daughter off Instagram and possibly cut all ties from her but for me personally it just feels like 
obviously your upbringing matters and who you're like around but i would say like um i i don't i don't think i think it depends on the person and not who really raises you because some people get raised by shitty people and they come out to be great people some people get everything they want and they're terrible or they have money and they're terrible so i just think and some people have money and they're great and some people have nothing and become nothing or they they follow in their parents um parents footsteps so to me it just really depends on you and what your outlook on life is because um I, I just see it like I look at um, my mother and how I am now. Um, yes, obviously, I took things from my mother, but I also corrected things that I felt my mom did wrong. Like something my mother did when I was a kid that I thought that was normal was her being naked all the time. Me and my brother and my cousins, we've seen all our parents just naked. And I felt that my my brother, that worked out for him. He was never thirsty about seeing women naked because it's like, oh, my God, I've seen these women in my family naked. It's disgusting, whatever. It's like, okay, then I just never felt my brother was, like, thirsty. And maybe that was the reason. But then my cousin, who also saw the same women naked, he was like a little hornball. So to me, it's just, like, depends on the person. That's just how I see it. Like, it just depends on the people a lot of people were blaming her father or she has money she shouldn't um be that way so it's like i just wanted to know how do you feel about uh circumstances i guess um do you think it's circumstance do you think it's parenting or do you think is i don't know <laughs> i'm definitely a i'm definitely a um nurture over nature person meaning that it's your environment and how you're raised that definitely goes on to affect now each situation you know can be taken differently like you said two people could grow up in a, in a similar situation um, and have different results that's true but that doesn't negate the fact that growing up in a situation doesn't have an effect on your on your viewpoint and let's be honest Floyd Mayweather is a terrible father when it comes to how to treat women how to uh, how women should respect themselves and like like his the way he treats women women is how yaya acts with other guys that's nothing but the way she was raised and what she looked at like you know she like always going for the the rapper or the person that has money or the person that has clout or has cameras in front of them like he dead I saw that video. He dead ass woke her up. Mind you, she just stabbed somebody and put them in critical condition. And he wakes her up in the middle of the night and like, yeah, your bitch ass daddy and this and this and that. And then she's she's like sitting right next to him, like like looking crazy. That's that's Floyd. That's all Floyd. Because and even when like he addressed it, you know what I'm saying, like when he addresses his kids, he doesn't address them in a manner that, like, I would think someone of his stature should address them. Like, no, I want my, you know, I want my daughter to be with, you know, somebody who respects her and all this other stuff. But he don't have no respect for women, so he could never say that to her. Mm-hmm. Like, why would why would she even listen? Even if he did say it, maybe I, I could be wrong. 
Maybe he does say it, but why would she listen to him? Mm-hmm. Every woman that that's ever been in Floyd's life has been disposable. So if you're a, a, like the money has anything to do with it, like to me, it actually to me it actually makes it worse because then you you value money over how you treat a person. Like the only reason why Yaya is doing that is because NBA YoungBoy has, you know, clout and money. Like she, I don't think she would do that for somebody, so for some regular cornball on the street. Like you would have to be a certain stature, you know, what I'm saying, for her to even fuck with you. And that's, that's that lies solely on Floyd Mayweather's feet, to me. Like as a father. Okay, I, I agree with you. I agree with you because I, I, I think that like there's several things that play a role into I, I always think about I try to always compare things to myself so I can maybe have some type of empathy towards the situation is like, yeah, there I, I just for me, I've always been the person of I didn't like when my mom was doing this, so I'm not going to do that uh, or my mom did this good. So me and my brother turned out this way and I like that about us so that's how I like worked um and you're right some people don't don't get it and I I I don't feel bad for no one here except for the person that was um you know injured because it to me it's just like so much common sense loss between everyone here especially Floyd because it's like if it's true that the first thing you decide to do is delete your daughter because of that video, instead of worrying about, hey, like, she's around this person, she just did the some crazy-ass shit that could harm somebody, and my first thought is not to be, like, let me go talk to her. I'm worried about my social media profile. Um, yeah. Um, but we all know there's something definitely wrong with that man. Um, so, yeah. Um, and it leads me to my other question. Can parents be friends with their kids? Um... For me, it's it's a balance of uh, in the middle. It's not a yes or a no, uh, because um, for me anyway, I have to be a parent to my kid. And if you know me, you know I'm a fucking goofball. I'm all these things. But when it comes to like being a parent to my kid, because I remember one time I brought my son to work when we worked at the Monument of Freedom. And everybody was like, Kiara, you're so different. I said, well, I'm supposed to be wild and goofy with my kid. I'm supposed to be cursing up a storm and acting a fucking fool with my kid. Like, what? I was looking at everybody like, what the fuck you want me to do? Act crazy? Um, um, obviously, but... I- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the same time, the only reason I say it's in between is because my son is the only child. So since he was a kid, even though now it's not as much, but I, I would play with him. I would do things with him. I always want my son to be able to talk to me. So... Um, like dinner, we don't use our phones. We, we sit down and we talk and just, I just want to hear what my son is thinking. I don't want him to like learn things. Like sometimes I felt like I couldn't talk to my mom and I had to learn things from my friends. Like, so I don't want my son to be like that. So it's a very fine line, but my son knows the fucking line. So, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's like in between, but um, I just asked a question because it was like a question that was asked on social media and it was like an argument of, no, you can't be friends with your kid. Um, and then obviously the situation with Floyd and his daughter is like, what type of relationship um, do you have with your child that allows them to think that they should be able to do these things or even act in this way? Um, so obviously I feel like she had more of a friendship especially like sometimes when like the baby daddy has the money and this child is your 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 child support sometimes you treat that child like your friend instead of you know your child because this is this is where your check is coming from so I don't know if that's the case with her parents but it's just I've seen that um where you're too overly giving to that child um because quote-unquote your meal ticket even though that's not the case like that's your child you love them but sometimes uh not having both parents there one parent could be more friendly the other person could be more strict um I've seen that too um I sometimes feel that way with my my baby father and me I feel like I have to be the the aggressor and the parent and then he just comes in to give money and be fun because he doesn't have to be there 24 7 during school or like you know the school semester where I have to keep him on schedule so yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I never understood this. This whole, I feel like this comes from the black community most, and I, I actually I feel some type of way about it because, you know, black, you know, moms and dads historically have not given us the proper tools like when it comes to loving our kids, and we've passed that down to ad nauseum. And, and this is always at the forefront where it's like, oh, I'm not your friend. I'm not this and this and that. And I feel like it's super toxic because mm-hmm. when did when did being somebody's friend be a negative like make negative con- connotation? Just because I'm your friend means that we don't have boundaries. Because we can have boundaries as friends. Like me and me and you are friends. Like we're real life friends. But I wouldn't allow you to come into my house and slap me in the face. Or if I give you a place to stay, like, I wouldn't allow you to come in, come in my house and be like, all right, well, now nah, this is my crib and I can do whatever I want. And I could, I could, you know, th- like there's boundaries, even in friendships. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, like when it comes to parents, we think that we think that like discipline or boundaries or lack thereof means that oh, they must be friends. No, Floyd Mayweather just doesn't have any fucking boundaries because he's insanely rich and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And people with money don't 
really be hands on with their kids. So it's not like they're they're he's treating them like friends. It's, that's how Floyd Mayweather I feel like treats everybody. That's part of his family. That's his father. That's his uncle. You know what I'm saying? That passed away. Um, you know, rest in peace. But I feel like Floyd Mayweather the, in his interactions with his kids. I don't think that has anything to do with them being friends or not. Like. I think it has more to do with the fact that he didn't have a, a good relationship with his father. And like you said, he went the opposite way. His father was real strict on him. His father was, you know, wasn't really there in his life. His father didn't have the stuff that he had. So if you hear Floyd Mayweather talk, he's like, I want my kids to have everything I didn't have. If they want a helicopter, they can have it. He's giving them, like, stacks of money. All of that shit is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, your kids shouldn't be walking around with stacks of money. They shouldn't view money that way. Like, but he never had that shit growing up. He grew up dirt poor, I think, in Michigan. I think he grew up in Detroit. Dirt poor. Like, so he's he take, he's taking the opposite way, where it's like, if your parents is real strict, he's one of those, like, okay, you can get away with everything. Yeah. I think I think that if you're a parent and you're listening to this, find some type of balance. Obviously, yeah. your kid your yeah. kids should have order, but you want your kids to come talk to you. Like when I, I think I spoke about it here when my son asked me where babies come from, and I think I lied to that nigga several times. One day I told him the truth and forgot because he kept asking me. So I think I showed him like an animated video of how uh, babies are made in the stomach or whatever. Not the sex part, just. The, the animation belly thing and I forgot the animation showed the, the birth canal <laughs> and the baby coming out so he's like you lied to me so then I was like yeah you know I, I didn't want to be the one to tell you but you keep asking me and then one day he asks me again I guess to test me and I totally forgot that I showed him that video and he goes you lied it comes out the vagina remember you showed me that video and I was like thanks <laughs> But I was happy that it came from me and not from someone else. So I was just like, okay, yes, I'm sorry. Um, but I, they did explain to him that sometimes there's C-sections, so it wasn't really a lot. So then I explained to him what that is, and he says, that sounds crazy. And I was like, I can show you that video too. So he was like, okay, like, my son wants to know things, and he's a very curious kid, and I'd rather him come ask me, and I could tell him, instead of him learning it from one of his little friends uh, like, I know one of his little pervy friends, there's, like, one little kid that he sexually harassed me when they was in kindergarten. And every time I see him, I want to, like, kick him in the face. But I don't. Because he was just a pervy little kid that, like... And then the teacher caught him, like... Because I felt someone touch my butt, and I turned around, and the teacher looked um, looked at him and says, I saw you. And I was like, okay, I'm not crazy, because I didn't want to, like, yell at one of someone's kids. So she saw him do it. And I always look at it, I was like, I don't want my son. No, I don't know what that kid is up to, but he's on another level. And I don't want my son asking that kid shit. So my son needs to come to me. So that's something, just make sure it's balanced. Don't overly do it. Make sure your kid has order. Like, I have to talk to my baby father all the time because I'm like, all you do is, like, I understand you're not here for your son, so you feel like you can only be with, there for him financially by, like, getting him these these video games or Whatever they do on the fucking Xbox that he wants to buy. Um, but I told him, like, when you're with him in the summer, you know, have some type of structure, have some type of order. Like, I told him, like, Nasir's not in school, 
But he's waking up at 7.30. He's eating breakfast. And he's not touching shit till 2.20. Like, he getting out of school. And even then, he can't touch the Xbox till 6. Because that's the time he would normally um, eat. He'll eat dinner at 5. And at 6 o'clock, after he was done showering, cleaning, doing dishes, he could play his um, Xbox. I'm trying to treat him the same. And I know that if he was with you, you wouldn't do that. And that's, like, to me, that's an issue. It's just, like trying to keep my give my son structure like yes i'm trying to i want you to have fun but i also want you to understand that just because you're not in school does not mean you you get to just like like i know other kids i heard is staying up late or whatever like that it's just like no that's not for me like i want my son to be as normalized as possible so if he goes back to school in june or in september he's gonna feel like not like a big difference or change or having to adjust again so it's just something to think about there's nothing wrong with being a friend to your kids there's nothing wrong with loving your kids there's nothing wrong with you know having a relationship with your kids it's about balance and just because you're friends with your kid which I would hope that everybody is doesn't mean that you you can't lay down boundaries and have discipline as well like we need we need all all of it not just one or the other yeah that's just my opinion i know all i know all the old heads are like nah but (laughs) that's just but all your kids are fucked up though so i don't want to hear nothing about what y'all talking about yeah um yeah you know it bothers me too my mother because um, every time I go to her house and my son is playing, like, if he's playing Xbox or something, she goes, oh, he's um, playing those killing games. I don't want him playing that. I say, you let us play those games. She's like, yeah, but, you know, it's different. And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, um, she was like, no, because, like, what if he's a, he's a mass shooter? And I said, if he's a mass shooter, that's not the reason why. Because everybody play video games. It's just a small percentage of those video game players that have actual other issues that become mass shooters um so i i hate that like when my mother tries to parent me for parenting my kid and it's just like it's not happening bitch you you could go to church now but it's not happening not today so yeah um i know sometimes people have those type of parents um that sit there and want to butt in but you i think sometimes you got to let your parent know like this is how i'm raising my kid um it can't be two of us trying to parent like if you're watching my kid obviously you have your own rules but don't undermine me in front of my kid or tell me how to raise my kid and i had to have several conversations with my mom about that she eventually stopped um so that was great but yeah (laughs) um so yeah um so did you i know you probably didn't watch it um did you watch insecure last night no, I didn't get a chance to watch it last night. I was so I don't want to ruin it for you. So I just had things I wanted to talk about. I guess about um, well, I kind of brought up the whole friendship thing in the beginning about supporting your friends and stuff like that. Um, I guess I want to bring up the situation that has nothing to do with the episode because you don't watch it. Um, we could talk about it next week. And did you watch Ozark? Yeah, I'm on the last. I'm like. 30 minutes into the last episode. Next week, we're going to kill this shit, bitch. Because you got to watch the last 30 minutes. Like, we literally... I can't even have a conversation. 
next week. Next week, we'll talk. You finish with both of them. Okay, cool. Um, I'm probably rewatch it just so I can get a refresher. Um, but yeah, craziness. Um, so what I wanted to talk about, um, it is a situation that I've been going through. Not I've been going through, but I've been witnessing for a few months now. So I rekindled my friendship with someone in high school. Um, I'll call her Beauty. And um, she was married for, I mean, she was married, she was with this person that I introduced her with in high school for like nine years. And that ninth year they got married. And for that one year, the relationship changed and she um, put in for a divorce and whatever. So she started rekindling her friendship. So we rekindled our friendship. She rekindled her friendship with um, her best friend from high school and this other guy. Now, this guy was obsessed with her in high school, madly in love with her. And I told her that I don't want to hang out with this guy. Um, Like, he's obsessed with you. Like, I fuck with him as a person, but when it comes to you, he's a nutbag. And... I was right. Um, they were hanging out and stuff, and they were cool, whatever. Um, they would hang out, like, almost, like, every Sunday, the three of them. I, I would not go to this. I would sometimes see them if we went out somewhere. So we went out to a bar, and I invited um, my friend and funny comedian guy from Twitter I met. And I said, hey, you know, let's go. Let's get. You could come. My friends are going to be there. He brings, like, 20 people. I think I told the story. It was weird, but we had fun. We eventually went to Big Fat Black Pussycat. It's like a little comedian spot. And it was really fun. And the guy, let's call him D, um, which is the guy that's obsessed with beauty. um, He starts getting jealous because this comedian guy is like, you know, flirting with beauty. And I was just like... To me, it didn't bother me, but I also knew that that guy, D, was insane. So I was just like, I'm going to defuse the situation, talk to him, entertain him. Like, this is not someone I would hang out if she did not invite. Because I look at this person like a nutbag. Like, this is the type of person you never gave no pussy to. It's crazy and, like, just a stalker. And I'm talking about this now because it's gotten to the point now he's trying to involve me to make it seem like I'm stopping their friendship. So basically that day he got so jealous um, and so upset that this guy was flirting with her that he was our designated um, driver. He left us and we were drunk. Um, So at first he's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm not trying to be a cock blocker. And it's like, how are you cock blocking if we're all chilling together? Like, what are you... Like, it was just weird. But because they specifically... It was a group of us, but because they were specifically flirting, he would quote-unquote cock block. So he tries to get into, like, a little back and forth with me. Not a, like, argument, but just a discussion. And it's taking forever. Like, he's trying to stall to get her to come back so she can argue with him and ask me why I'm still talking to him. Like, let him leave. Um, and that day I told myself, like, I was being very nice to him. I said, you know what? Okay, call an Uber. You can go. Because he was already threatening to leave. So I'm like, okay, go. I'm not going to sit here and ruin my fun. Um, because you want to argue, like, have a discussion with me for 30 minutes about trying to get her to argue with you and come back. So I was like, you know what? You can go. You want to leave. You leave. Call your Uber. And, you know, I went back, had fun, whatever. 
So I told myself, like, I've had many guy friends, and I've never had that situation happen to me. I've had many designated drivers. I've never had someone, like, just abandon me because of a situation. So I thought that was, like, fucked up. But I was like, you know, I never have to hang out with this person again. Like, that's your friend. But she said she was never hanging out with him again because that's fucked up. Like, we were drunk. Um, We got home, um, and the guys that we were also with were, like, cool, whatever. Um... So, yeah, um, I guess I just wanted to do this so he could listen to this podcast and know what type of nutbag he is. Um, because, <laughs> no, so then um, I posted something like a joke, like, I hope all my enemies' teeth fall out um, and so when they smile at me, I know. And then someone hit me up and laughed about it. And I said, ha, 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 that's um, D. And they were like, oh, yeah, because he swears that you and her are gay. Like, he talks crap about me and says, like, me and her are not going to be friends. Like, he's jealous because I think he thinks that I took his friend away from him. But it's his own, like, obsession with her that has done that. Because it's, like, in his brain... Like, it's like someone you fucked and they act... Like, it's like me and my baby daddy situation from, like, fucking six, seven years ago. And it's just, like, you never fuck, though. And I I just find it kind of fucking weird, like, guys like that. I've never met a guy like that. Like, you haven't had the pussy. This is not your baby mother and you're acting like this. And now he's, like, claiming to want his, um, his gun from her because he needs it. We're in quarantine. What do you need a BB gun for? You just like he just wants an excuse to see her, um, which someone already confirmed that. So, yeah. So like, he's like, I'm on my basketball, I'm going home. <laughs> you want to do niggas? Yeah, like I want my basketball, but the the they they took down the whole court. You can't play. Yeah, it's that type of thing, and it's just like for me as a man, I would like to ask you like what is the thought process of that like i've never met someone like that have you have you been that person like i just never met someone like that so i'd I be like so shocked as to what is the point of this like I, to me he's not that attractive um so i get it like you can't get bitches and this person has entered <laughs> i don't give a fuck has entertained you as a friend um she has probably maybe flirted with you, but even at one point she realized that she couldn't even joke that way with him. So it was just like, to me, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what you're asking. Like, have you met someone that's like this? Have you met a man that is obsessed with a woman to a point where he can't control it despite them never having a, like, I think in high school they tap kiss or some shit. And, he just has not let it go. I mean, me, like, yeah, uh, I, I know, you know, dudes can be considered, you know, can can be petty. Like, just, like, that. that's a thing, that whole, you know, you simping for a chick, that's a thing. Like, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's really what we call a simp, like, you know what I mean? Like, not not a lot of dudes have that 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 fuck it gene in them where they like 
if she ain't trying to fuck with you, like, fuck her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't have to make yourself look crazy for a chick. There's, there's way too many girls out here to be like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, she don't want to talk to me. She don't want to give me the pussy, so uh, give my BB gun back. It's like, like what? Like, fuck that BB gun. Fuck her and fuck that BB gun. That's what I would say. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could have both of that shit. Like, um, if I felt that type of way, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, you know, feel that type of way. It's like, but I, I, I do understand, like, ego, like we were talking about last week, like, ego plays a, a role in a lot of this shit. Like, it does, it does, because. I had another friend who I I, I I'm not I'm not gonna go in on them because I actually love them, <laughs> but their ego um, played a, a a role in how they took shit. Um, and I was kind of like disappointed in them, and I felt like just saying something to them, and I was just like, you know, what? I'm not gonna say anything to them. Like, I, I'm not fucking you, so. I, I don't want to look like I'm trying to cock block a situation because I already felt like I, you, I felt that you might have felt that way. Um, even though that's not the case, someone told me to tell you, hey, I'm not interested. And it, it, it was just like, OK, she's not interested. And then they proceeded to like hit her up after she was like basically told me to tell them. And it's like to me, that's not um, my fault or that person's fault completely even though he didn't understand it if i'm saying it but maybe he took it as i'm cock blocking so i told her you gotta say something you gotta say something i know that that's the person i'm cool with but you gotta say something and she just felt like not comfortable to say something so i was just like block them ignore them like i don't know what to tell you um so i i could see that as like a a uh, that situation i see it as like a little bit different i do feel like the ego plays a role in that and sometimes your ego allows you to like see people in like such a different uh see such a different situation to make yourself your ego not feel hurt or your pride so i kind of understood that situation um i wanted to help that situation because i just didn't realize like a lot of niggas that i'm cool with that i cannot hook you bitches niggas up with bitches anymore because some of y'all niggas egos get hurt yeah yeah i don't like um when then that person says i'm not interested in him or whatever like that and it's like i don't want you to feel like i'm doing something because you think i'm interested in you and i'm trying to hold that person back from like no nigga she really just don't fucking like you (laughs) and it's probably the same reason why i wouldn't fuck you but you know like some guys just don't see that and their their feelings and their ego get hurt so it's like that's why I don't want to be involved in hooking up nobody ever again in life um, because of this one situation that happened. But, so, yeah. I mean, well, I had, you know, it's funny because I had a conversation with one of my friends. We were talking about the whole male ego. I think women don't understand it. You could actually answer this question. Um, with, who, do you th- who do you think deals with rejection more, guys or girls? Guys. Guys, definitely. Um, obviously, okay. girls can... Ha- um, it's more likely for a girl to be able to fuck whoever she wants. A nigga hits her up and she's interested. And obviously, for a guy, it's like kind of like fishing. You can sometimes catch it and sometimes you can't. See, that's that's what, that's the point that I was trying to make. My friend disagrees. She thinks that, you know, women deal with more rejection. I'm like, she's bugging. But 
like relationship rejection maybe because uh, if a nigga don't want to commit but i don't think that niggas do yeah well yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that you probably get turned down more on the commitment part than you would just in general but, but i guess for me it don't matter i'm just trying to get some dick out here so i i don't understand her pain right because you're a savage and you, you're, <laughs> that's why I don't, that's why when it comes to i don't need to bring you up because of like this this is not doesn't apply to you at all. But like, but I'm like Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yeah, some of y'all don't understand that rejection. Like some people do, some people, but a lot of you don't. And it does fuck with you. It does fuck with you. But but people that have control of their ego, usually it, it hurts, but then you channel it to the next chick. Like, you channel it to the next thing. Uh, and a lot of guys don't know how to do that, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? And it takes some time to know how to do that. And this is, But this is also why when these cornballs get money, like these NBA stars, these NFL stars, these rappers, that's why they dog y'all out. Mm-hmm. Because y'all dog them out, and then it has some reciprocal nature. So again, this is like a this is just a yin and yang of of dating. It's something that you know men have to deal with, women have to deal with it. Because once you get into that next bracket, then it favors the guy. Anytime you get into that next bracket, that power, money, or influence, then women don't stand a chance in that that arena. But the regular niggas, oh yeah, y'all can trash the regular niggas all you want. Like, that's just, that's kind of like, that's kind of like what you're supposed to do. Like, you're supposed to get trashed in this regular box that you're in. And then when you get money, then you, then you know what I'm saying? When you get money, get a little clout, then you can say, fuck these bitches. Nah, nah, like, nah, you can't sit over here, ma. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like her. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. Like, so I, I I just find it funny how like how women talk about relationships and then these same women you know when they start dealing with like basketball rappers then they act the same way. Yeah. See, y'all stabbing niggas up like niggas yeah. becoming you know what I'm saying like. The only thing I had an issue with this person like I really didn't have an issue with them. I know that they are like clinically insane because obviously this person I know he tells his friends a story. Um, and then he tells a, a different story. Like, he's just telling two different stories. Like, he tries to act like like they were, like, they were possibly going to get in a situation. And then, and she's telling him no. So, that was a situation. So, I just knew that he was, like, a little crazy 
Um, but, you know, like, it's not my problem. And so he said that we lesbians and we fucking each other. And I was like, okay, now I get it. You're, you're jealous and you see me as, like, the person that is stopping your situation or giving her some common sense not to be with you. No, like, she just doesn't want to be with you and that has nothing to do with me. Like, just suck it up, take it. And you could have had good friends, but you were so um, in a desperate need to, like... Uh, feel like you're empowered and then he tried to blame me for saying like i told him to leave he already offered to leave and then he wanted to like have a whole debate for 30 minutes i said okay you could go like if you want to go go so i i just don't yeah man niggas need to learn how to like suck it up and get to the next thing and i feel like i'm mad cool like everybody tells me like yo kiara like even my baby father me and him are cool we fuck with each other like I, I am cool. Like, I'm a cool-ass person. Like, I'm not with all that drama shit. And the only reason I'm talking about it, because if there's a... First of all, I want that nigga to hear it. Because I will never talk to you. I have a platform. I don't talk shit online. But here you go. Um, and if there's a nigga that is like this, I be just trying to give people... Like, to me, this is like a whole fucking therapy session sometimes where you can, like, learn from our mistakes or learn from stories they tell you. So if you see that you're acting like this with a girl that doesn't want you, move on. And if you feel like you cannot move on from her, don't be friends with her. Don't. Hey, nigga. Hey, hey. Hey, nigga. Whoever she's talking <laughs> about, nigga, man. Uh, <laughs> get, to the, get to the next chick, man. And I, and I don't I don't know who this chick is, but I guarantee you. Her pussy popping. <laughs> well, but whatever the case. She ain't say, she saying that, but what if it's trash, though? It's not. He said I'm gay. I tried it. We don't know. We don't know. Me and him, me and him don't know. Okay. He said I tried it. I'm gay. So as far as I'm concerned, homie, the pussy is trash. Go to the next chick. (laughs) I actually want you, and the pussy gonna be fire. And then you get you a chick that shit on that chick. You know what I'm saying? And just move on. Like, but this is not just for him. This is for all y'all niggas. Move like there's millions. Of millions of millions of women out here, go to the next one. The next one is probably gonna be better. The next one's probably gonna have fire. The next one probably gonna upgrade you a little bit. Stop fucking sipping over these chicks, man. There's too many of them. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you in New York, bro? Well, he. There uh, should not be one single sip. In I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. You know, be honest. You know he, the fucking dating scene out here. But he 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 look he the type of nigga that might need some money. He he looked like he might need. Hey, so so go get some money. <laughs> get some money. Like this, this is New York. We have outside of L. A. We have the baddest chicks. Variety. So much variety. Variety. All different backgrounds. Get you some money and go to the next one, bro. Yeah. Go to the next one. And Maybe I just want to say I. Embarrassing. It's not worth getting aired out on, on, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the next one, dog. And I just want to say that I really have no hate towards this person. And I really wish him nothing but the best. But I just don't like the negativity being thrown at me. So I, I, I just want you to understand. And I hope this, this one-way conversation that you can only hear and not talk back to... I hope it go, flows through you and you move on. And maybe one day we can be friends. Because I think the issue is 
the beauty. You're so obsessed with her that it's fucking up actual friendships you have. Because we were, we were actually, me and him were like best friends in high school. And we were mad cool. But I realized this one thing now leads us to like not be cool and it makes me look at you crazy and until you move on from her literally move on your bb gun you will get it not from her because you don't need to see her that will probably cause you more harm than good um and you just need bb gun man Fuck that BB gun. <laughs> Fuck that BB gun. Don't don't take that BB gun, dog. You no, take that BB gun back, son. He's gonna get his. No, he's gonna get it back, but he's not going to see her to get it back. And I told her this, like, give it to his friend, give it to his cousin, give it to somebody so they can give it to him. You do not need to see the uh, like. She she doesn't want to see him anyway, but because she could have gave it back to him, and she's like, I'm not even trying to see him. Um, but. Um, it's just like you, I understand like what it's like to have a crush on someone and you're like obsessed with them, but that is high school. Like that feels like high school. That feels like your late teens. Maybe after that is like, you need to grow up. You, you need to go out there. There are dating apps. I know that shit sounds trash, but obviously you need something to distract you from this specific entity and i wish you nothing but the best this was just something i had to get off my chest because i didn't like that i kept hearing you throwing shade at me and it was weird like i am not fucking this girl and if i was i wouldn't give a fuck who knew don't get upset because someone doesn't like you and blaming me for it um or blaming somebody for it take accountability that you're just not her type that is it. Find someone that is type that you are. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I'm definitely naming this podcast episode "Pussy Trash or Pussy Fire" because <laughs> it doesn't matter if you haven't tried it. It's trash. That's the way to think about it. I like that thought. Well, that's yeah. That's how I, that's how I see it. Like, I'm, I'm. I mean, I haven't always been like that, but I've always been one of the like. You gotta have like a high confidence of yourself. Like, if they don't, if they don't want to fuck with you, then then it's it's on them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I don't know this person, and it really doesn't matter who the person is. But like, everybody should feel that way. Females should feel that way. Men should feel that way. If somebody don't fuck with you, you move on to people that fuck with you. Like. Life is way too short, and there's way too many beautiful people out here. There's way too many friends out here that don't really fuck with you to be chasing after people that don't fuck with you. Basically. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm saying it from a a standpoint where I've been on the other side. So it's not something like I've always done. You know what I'm saying? I've been on the other side of, you know, trying to fuck with people that don't fuck with you. Like, and it, it never works out. And then, and then when they finally come around to fucking with you, then you don't even want to be with them. She never will though, so give it up. <laughs> but even if it, even if it was, it's not. It's not. It's never gonna. It's never gonna be what you think about it in your head. Mm-hmm. That's As true for because guys and girls. Because she says it too. Like she's 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 bipolar. She's di- like she tells you she's crazy, and you seem like a guy that doesn't like to deal with crazy. So I was just like. What is it that you're putting in your head that the situation is going to be? And then even when he talks about her, like, she talks very freely. Me and her are, like, I'm worse, obviously. I'm, like, the queen of the disgusting mouth. But 
like she she'll she we talk like that we're girls so like at one point he even said oh why are you talking like that why are you like she's being herself and then he's questioning it around her friends just because when he's with her and a group of her, her his guy friends she doesn't talk like that obviously she's not gonna i'm gonna talk like that regardless of who i'm, I'm in a room with but she is not like that um she's not gonna go with a group of guys that she you know she's cool with but she doesn't know like that so it's like things like that like think about what you say to her um that you question her as a person when she's being herself so it doesn't sound like you like her it sounds like you like the idea of her and a lot of guys do that even i i, I believe that's why i think my my baby father was um like me and my baby father we were total opposites like i'm a type of person that wants to go out and have fun like i'm so sad that there's reports that you know the concerts and all that won't start back up until next year fall and i'm sad about that as you know i like going to events i actually the reason that i was chosen to do the drinking game with the need to know podcast is because i bought a ticket for it in june and i thought that maybe by that time this shit would be over so they refunded me my money and i was really sad and i was talking to their producer and they were like oh like come on do the thing because you bought a ticket or whatever like that because um i was supporting so i was like okay cool but like I go to events and I'm so sad about not going to events. Fuck that yeah. other shit. <laughs> I got uh, weekend tickets that was supposed to be for July. It's, it's probably going to be canceled. Um, but, you know, that's that's just the nature of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's leave that other situation. But yeah, that's uh, another thing I wanted to talk about. As we know, I go out. I I had fun so yeah I was really sad about that um because I was gonna try I was thinking about because it was supposed to be in April and I had school but then they changed it to August for the Dreamville Festival and I was like oh I could do that I don't have school in August um and until like the last week of August I start school so I was like oh yeah I could do that and I was just really sad to hear that it's, that's a dub <laughs> um but i was really excited because i was gonna buy those tickets and i was like let me wait because this whole corona shit let's see and they're saying like next year which is understandable um because even if they let us outside in july or wherever august um large gatherings like that like they're saying that they might not have any actual like vaccines or whatever until next year so that makes the perfect sense to not um, plus, plus the, the the amount of work it takes to put on a tour or a concert, like there's no way that you could be like, oh, we're we're having the, the concert next week or next month. Like it's it's not enough time. Like, yeah. These takes like years in advance to pull off. Yeah, it, it's um, it, it it just you know as as someone that especially this summer, I was supposed to um go to Greece um for for school for a month. Um, so I would, there's a lot of things that I like, this was supposed to be my year of adventure and you know, all this means is that I got more time to plan for next year. So, um, it's cool. Right. Cause I, I was supposed to go to Japan. Um, you know, that's a dub. I had, you know, we were supposed to go to, uh, Bali. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to the Olympics and that seems to be like, to me, to me, the 2020 is just over. <laughs> it is. We, it's like I feel like if we all just say 2020 is over, then I feel like we could all come to grips on how over 2020 is. It's just over. Yeah, and you know what made me laugh too? I posted something the other day that made me giggle. Um, 
uh, I bought a 2020 calendar in the beginning of this year so I could be like you know ready for school and someone said if you bought a 2020 calendar get your money back or some shit like that and I was like it's so true like I really bought that shit you know so I could be on top of my schoolwork and all that stuff because I prefer to like write things down it helps me better um like even though I put everything on my phone calendar I like to physically have paper too so yeah it was it's just like really crazy to me like we like I'm really about to fling that shit and throw it away because it, it really is pointless um it's useless um so yeah but I, I'm just I'm just happy because it, it kind of lets me this situation lets me like kind of reevaluate get myself together um I also would like to I should have said this in the beginning of the podcast obviously um I have an Instagram ad on Instagram for the podcast. So I was really excited about that, but I had to change the podcast name like the second time um, to F Monday's podcast so they can run the ad. And then they try to say because the picture is nudity. So I had to argue with them about that because they obviously let lingerie ads and all these other things. So I'm really excited about that. Hopefully, you know, it brings more traction and that is not the normal group of people that have been supporting, um, brings something new to the table. So um yeah it's called f monday's podcast but on this podcast i will still say fuck um because it's just for the purposes of trying to get it on more platforms the next platform i'm trying to get it on i know a lot of people still complain about this because they don't want to listen to it on my website but it's to get it on itunes i just have to change 38 images um so i'm doing that slowly but surely i'm gonna get there um hopefully by the time this quarantine's over (laughs) i'll be done but yeah so I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, to have an advertisement. Yeah, that's that's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we said, 2020 is 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 just it's over. So worry about the business. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're gonna be focused. We're gonna be focusing on uh, 2021 January. Uh, <laughs> I did it. You know what's so funny? what? <laughs> I told myself I was like this this is um money I would have spent on drinks at a bar. I could just use this for advertisement. And I was just like it just made me laugh. I would just think about it every time. I'm not gonna lie, I went out to get my son like board games and all this other stuff. And as I was doing all this I checked out myself on Friday and Friday and it came out to a hundred dollars. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I can't go nowhere. Now that I have the extra money, I'm just <laughs> going overboard but it was just so my son could have um different things to entertain himself that is just not the television or his um or his phone so i was just like you know putting um money into other things and i thought like hey i have some extra money put into advertising uh, advertising for the podcast because you're home what the fuck else are you gonna do listen to this shit bitch yeah, and look, be on the lookout for them stimulus checks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when they just drop, you know what I mean? The podcast definitely blowing up because we're going to be reinvesting. <laughs> you know what I'm some, yeah, might have some fancy some fancy shit going on. Uh, uh, holograms. Uh, hanging from the ceiling and shit while we're doing the podcast. Holograms, all that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited because even though like I'm not outside it just I I get to think even though it's hard I thought like I was gonna have time to do shit it it feels like I'm busier than ever because like right now I took today I'm not at work technically so I took today off um and I just been trying to focus on school which has been really hard and my next thing is just changing all these pictures 
so they are fit more appropriately to get on itunes and then i'm like you know just working little by little it's gonna be worth it um you have time to be productive with things that you know my mother oh my god so i was freaked out i forgot to talk about this in the beginning my mother calls me and she starts like oh why you say i can't garden and i said when did i say that about you um, but you can. But why, when did I say that about you? She's like, on your podcast. And I said, what are you talking about? She's like, Mario, her husband, listen to your last podcast. I said, listen to my last podcast. <laughs> that was our sex episode. Tell him to stop listening. She was like, he listened to the beginning where you said I don't garden. And I said, from what I know, I've never seen you garden in my life. But yeah, I was freaking out about that because, you know, we did a sex episode. And I was like, please don't listen to that episode. I don't need to be judged by no holy man because he's a very um holy man and i do not need to hear my mother uh be embarrassed off of the shit i'd be saying so i was just shocked about that um so yeah (laughs) when she called me and they had to explain where she heard this information where i was talking shit about her um so yeah (laughs) that's the podcast No, they are fools. My mother said she would never listen to it unless I tell her. So I said, why is Mario, a holy man, listening to this? So, yeah. Listen to this debauchery. Yeah. This demon demon time podcast. Um, And I can't wait for Tory Lanez to come back. I'm not going to lie. He was on live talking about... um, There was a girl twerking. She looked really young, but turns out... Because I had to look before I even watched her. She was like 20 or something. Still young, but... Of, of Leo age and she was twerking and he just kept saying Della wow and like had the cheesiest face like I really do find this shit entertaining like some of these lives has um even doing my own sometimes has kept me in good spirits because it's pure comedy on these shit so yeah yeah they, they canceled up they brought him back though yeah they brought him back but you know what I'm saying? He got she got canceled for it. I haven't really been on the lives like I like again, like I'm not one of these I'm not one of these people that are overly like overly bored. Like I'm a gamer, so I've I've been in I've been on, on my game shit. All the gamers know what time it is. Like I don't really be on live or none of the Twitch things. That shit don't really like it's not as like I I see it on the timeline, but it's not something that I would tune into. But then I got I have a lot of other you know distractions. I read books, I play games, I write. So you know what I mean. Get y'all y'all need a hobby. Get a hobby, man. Get a hobby. I mean, not you because you got mad work to do. But the people that the people that are that ain't got shit to do, they got idle hands. You know what I'm saying? Close the uh the Pornhub tab and. Go get you a hobby. Yeah, um, but I'm not going to lie. I enjoy that shit. Um, I'd be doing, like, homework and just having the lives play if it's music or... To me, it's just, like, it's it's entertaining because you feel like you're a part of a a community. I don't play games. Um, I did buy a bunch of stuff for my son, like, board games and stuff like that. And, yeah, like, find other things to keep entertained. Don't just depend on social media. Um, I love my, you know, like, now Insecure is back. So, you know, Twitter, tweeting each other, watching it. So that type of fun. Um, Yeah, I can't wait for you to watch it because... 
I realized that I am like a mixture of Issa and Kelly. Um, you'll find when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I see it. Um, <laughs> um, so I love it. And I'm so happy that it's back. Um, and I love that it's not like something you could binge watch, even though I hate it because it's so like short. It feels like it just flies by. But I love it because, um, you know, it's, it's just like good representation. It's normal. It's not on some racist ass shit to depict black people in a certain type of light um so yeah i'm just happy that it's back and um and ozark we will talk about that next week and we'll talk about um the episode of insecure um we'll start talking about television so i just really want to talk about ozark really i really <laughs> just been waiting for you <laughs> waiting for you um so yeah i'm excited so fuck monday's podcast fuck monday's man like always, you know what I'm saying? We try to spread positivity in the midst of the coronavirus. And this week, by positivity, I mean Trap. spreading, uh, you know, I don't even know what to spread anymore. We're trying like, to spread that if the pussy is trash, go get some other ass. <laughs> bars. <laughs> I just, trash. it's off the top. It's off the top. Off the top. <laughs> Coming from the coming from the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> he assist on the pig, like, push the trash, go get some other ass. <laughs> and don't be and don't be uh sharing your BB guns, man. Yeah, don't share your BB guns. Don't share your BB guns, man. Fuck these hoes. <laughs> Bye. I love you, beauty. This is all fun and games. I love you. Bye. <laughs>